0: Hello and welcome to this bonus episode on the Football Index Weekly Podcast. This is a live stream pulled from YouTube, so the audio won't be just as crystal as usual and there might be occasional references to live comments. Uh, there were no visuals, I don't think nothing I pulled up visually to really reference so you won't miss out there, but yeah, the, the streams are great fun and the numbers are increasing every week. It's blown me away. Do you know this one had over 200 for the duration, which was insane, of all of you tuning in having a bit of a laugh in the comments and yeah it was just really good fun so look if if you're listening to this in podcast form fair play to you but you should try and make them live they are there's something different whenever you're you're seeing it live and you can throw comments in and yeah it's good fun so this uh this this one featured five guests in the end Thanks so much to everyone who put themselves out there. Uh all of them were scheduled, apart from Owl, who threw himself in at the start because we had a drop out for the first guest. So, fair play to Owl for stepping up, and everyone else: Sully, Chris, Noir, and Toffee who all came in as well. The Toffee segment's a funny segment. Uh, I'm gonna call it Toffee Gate. There's diagrams in the ether somewhere. Um, but yeah, you'll you'll know what I mean. You might already know what I mean. Um, but yeah, fair play to Toffee for coming on and sticking to his guns. And you know what? I still don't know who's right. So <laughs> enjoy that part of the podcast or well the the redistribution of the stream. And other than that, yeah, it's uh this is going out on Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. We could look at it kinda of like a D-Day, you know, market depths coming in among a bunch of other things. And I'm gonna do a live stream at nine PM on Thursday that's thursday the 19th of november so if you're listening to this before then try and make it it'll be at nine o'clock and divvy rascal is going to join me for the first half anyway um, or as long as he'll stay as we'd, we'd already planned to actually record a podcast then and then we'll have um, hopefully maybe one or two others might bounce in but we'll see how that pans out and then as always the sunday night streams that's what this is from try and join us on a sunday night it's great fun and other than that make sure you leave a review on the podcast if you can and subscribe or follow if you're on spotify or wherever you happen to be and yeah just make sure look if if you enjoy this or if you find this funny tag me on a twitter post tag me on instagram tag me on facebook tag me in slack just say look i had a laugh at this or geez i completely agree with this or john you're a chump i completely disagree just let me know the engagement done on socials is everything so thank you so much for listening have a great week and look after yourselves Kyle, welcome to the show, and you're here, Geez, you're you're handsome too, <laughs>
1: he's not just Thank clever. You. You're quite a good looking lad as well. <laughs>
0: What's the crack, how's things, mate?
1: Yeah, I'm good, I'm a bit unprepared, but I'll, I'll try my best. Um, no, fair play, yeah.
0: stepping up with
1: one. So the slot was free, so I thought it was a good chance to, yeah. to have a chat. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I put that thread out last week, and I think it's fair to say that Fi have done the exact opposite of what I thought was the uh, the right solution to, uh, to fix this, I think yeah, I mean it's not a great time for for anyone at the minute. Um, I think the, the order books work with either liquidity, or they work with tight controls. And at the minute we've got we've got neither. An um, and I think I, I sort of question Adam Cole and, and Football Index and and who who do they think their customer base is here? Mm. So the the end of the um, statement was quite. Sort of clear. It's a three. It's three-year bet. You got a value. You bet, etc. Do this. do they think that their customers are sat there with sort of models and spreadsheets? I mean, some do, but most don't. Most just most just want to pun and a bit of fun. Um, and I think we, we, none of us expect sort of guaranteed profits, but we expect a platform that's that's logical and makes mm. sense, and we uh, we don't have that. Well, can um, I can
0: I come in very quickly just because yeah, it sure. kind of complements that point. I'm pretty sure someone said to me in a podcast I recorded recently that the average hold time they released, I don't know if they released this last year, two years ago or when, but at the time it was three days, was the average yeah, hold time. I
1: heard that as well. So
0: if they have that and they know that, how can they go from people hold for three days, like let's think about why do people hold for three days? because they're idiots and because they don't see the intrinsic value of a three year bet no because they like fun they're impulsive they're gamblers this is a gambling platform so how can they think if this is the average hold time let's just say no no lads you need to be like big city traders and fucking hold them for three years anyway just thought I'd throw that in because the three day thing is kind of pertinent here
1: yeah you're absolutely right but I think it's almost I think in FI towers they imagine your average traders sort of sat there with your models as a data analyst but that isn't the case and I think if I need to realize that, they have a duty to protect the traders that, that don't do that. Because the, the platform at the minute, it's, it's, it's engineered for declines. And I mean, rightly or wrongly, it's, that, that, that's the way, that, that's where the, um, the, the, the pressure goes. And I think I made the point to you last time I came on, the old system was engineered perfectly for growth. Because you had sort of price rises from buying, you had price rises from delisting. And as I said before, that brought that brought FOMO in, and that's disappeared completely now. Mm. So what we've seen over the last sort of three months is less incentive to market buy, so that's sort of issue one. And then by the um, the buy price consistently going down, that's bringing the bid flow down. So you're seeing more traders taking uh, in at the lowest bid because they know chances are they'll be able to buy lower um, at a later point. So there's negative pressure on on both sides. Um, So. I look at the update that FI's done. Does that fix those two things? No, absolutely not. It doesn't fix either of them. It doesn't encourage market buys. And as far as I can tell, it's not going to stop the bid zone going any lower. The other issue liquidity, does it fix that? No, it doesn't at all. So I think almost every single issue that has been in place for the last few months, FI's announcements come in. And as far as I can see, that it's done the exact opposite of what's required. Um, and I'm quite angry, John, to be honest, because it's I, I want to try and stay balanced. Mm. Um, and I mean, I love this platform. It's as I say, it's so fun when it when it works. But I think FI have just completely overestimated their average average customer. Now, what I would say from a positive side is, there's still even now the, the situation is recoverable, and there's still such a huge appetite for this platform. <laughs> Rightly or wrongly, we all still love football index, and we all want it to to succeed. So it can it can be fixed. I'm still 100 confident that's the case but not with this update. And I think the, the only one piece of comfort I'm taking from this is kind of all traders. Now we all seem to be sort of singing from the same hymn sheet. I think it would be quite frustrating if uh, there was a couple of people kind of banging the drum, if you like. And, and, um, and, and most people were kind of saying calm and saying everything's going to be, be okay. And I think this is probably the first time there's, there's sort of been general agreement across the timeline that this isn't the right solution for FI. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I think I was quite clear in my, in my thread last week and, um, uh, if in my opinion need to tighten the controls massively we need tighter bid zones we need the speed of price declines that there has to be price declines because then it's not it's not fair but the speed of the declines has to has to go down because at the minute it's just negative pressure on both sides now wh- when it comes to liquidity we knew we knew liquidity as, as it was a few months ago wasn't enough to sustain prices at the levels mm. um that they were back then and it, so i'm not saying anything new with this it's it's FI knew it because they were quite clear in their communication that liquidity was coming in, but it, it hasn't come in. So what's happened off the back of that? The, the market's gone down. And I think, uh, I don't know who it was, but someone shared on, on Twitter this evening, haven't they? Uh, a comment from Mike Bowen from a year ago, essentially yeah. saying that liquidity has to come in because, the old, as I said, the old system was engineered for growth. Um, that sort of ensured prices sort of stayed. Either either stable or went up or went down at a fairly slow rate, which meant bids would come in higher. Or, or so when the, when the matching engine was was launched, um, yeah. So I think this is the thing. And sorry, I'm ranting. I, I no, work away. So I'm here looking
0: for that tweet you referenced while you're doing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I think the, the way that I, the ways the way I saw out of this, the ideal situation is, I mean, the, what, what if I have done, I've actually got no issues with whatsoever if it came with liquidity hmm. it just doesn't work without liquidity so the alternative for that is to put something in place um that tightens the controls but they haven't done that so they've, they've essentially they, they're, they're giving us a, this this free platform without liquidity and without tight controls and i i honestly feel my perspective when of, you
0: say tight controls on. what do you mean yeah. just for just for people watching
1: so the, the key thing would be um sort of a bid zone at say five percent for example so i made the point on my thread last week if if ronaldo's three quid and the maximum you can bid at is two pounds 85 then people are buying at three quid if if kane's five pounds and the maximum bid is four pounds 75 then people will buy at five pounds Mm. um but at the minute if kane scored and the minimum bid was say four pounds people would think well there's absolutely no point buying at five pounds because i'll be able to shove a bid in at four pound ten in a couple of days and get that taken um so i think fi they've just overestimated i think the average the average trader's ability um, and they they've put they've put this platform together this this trading platform that is just completely illogical and it doesn't it doesn't suit the the, the, the client base it it doesn't suit the average customer mm. um yeah so I, I, to honest, i'm 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 really angry at fi i think it's it's complete negligence what they're doing um, they've completely misread the situation, and I can't believe after all the Twitter feedback, the trader panels that this is what they've come up with. It's just not—it's not acceptable. Um, yeah, 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 no, so,
0: but well, well of, said, and I think remember. that echoes a lot of what people are thinking. Um, I'll just—I'll just read out that tweet that you mentioned earlier. It's uh, RC, the biggest nipple twister on uh, Football Index Twitter. He—he um, he just posted saying at Mike Bowen, interesting extract from this blog published in June twenty nineteen. Um, As mentioned earlier, this is just the excerpt from that that blog. As mentioned earlier, 50% of trades are currently completed through the sell queue. And when we introduce order books, we can expect this to exponentially increase given the flexibility provided to traders. Will we have to provide a market-making function? It's absolutely likely and possibly vital that we do, in the short to medium term at least. We will provide this function. we I'll just echo that. We will provide this function as long as the market needs it. That is in everyone's interest. That is not what's fucking happened.
1: Yeah, thank God. And that's um, thats the thing. You've got that piece. You've got that tweet. Um, And then you've got the facts. The, the communication was in July, which said, we will launch order books with liquidity. So what's happening now? Fi, surely they knew this was going to happen because they said they said so from from the from the tweet and from the um, from the comments back in July. So I'm I'm absolutely amazed that they genuinely think this is going to be a good solution. But well, what um, I think's
0: happened here overall, and I, I think it's it's clear to see that what happened was COVID came from a liability standpoint. They had to remove their own liabilities. They were put in a position, and they did that. So they got rid of selling and they got rid of the IS. And the only way to really, get to because they knew if they couldn't take that IS back on with the pending economic crisis that was at hand at the time. So they said, fuck it, we need to pivot. We need to bring that order book thing, Mike, that you're talking about. And we need to bring that in now. We need to do that now. Let's do that in a hurry. We'll get this, we'll get that. But the economic climate was not such. And I am not a big man for this whole, like, I'm, I'm not an economics guy, I don't understand liquidity providers at their core. I know what they do, but it, they provide liquidity. But I don't know them uh, f- from the bigger picture. But it's clear to see that those liquidity providers just aren't there and want fuck all to do with FI. They can't get them in and they're probably clutching at straws. They, they've they taken away the yeah. liabilities. Their bank balance is fat, but maybe it isn't fat enough to, to deal with this and they're afraid that if they stick in 10, 20 million, that'll be it up in minutes with people selling and trying to to get out and then they're left with no one on the platform and they don't have the 20 million sitting in the bank and they can't find a liquidity provider because who the fuck's going to do it when the market's in this state so they could be in this catch-22 where it's like what the fuck do we do
1: yeah
0: Um, and the other thing people are saying is that they want prices really shit and maybe they are market maker behind the scenes because why would you announce a market maker a market maker wouldn't want that because that would increase confidence in the market and up the prices for that market maker to to work in initially is what someone said but yeah. What if FIR. What if FFIR, actually some of those bids we see coming in and they are taking back some of their, their dividend responsibility and liabilities by buying back some of these bigger players at super super cheap prices? Do you know? Because yeah. if, if they know and project that Jaden Sancho, if they project with their model from someone who's way smarter than anyone who actually works on Football Index or play or trades on football index, I'd imagine. If their model tells them that Sancho should be worth 13 quid over his career future dividend increases da, da, da. obviously that's you can never do that but you know what i'm getting at and they're saying we can pick him up for seven quid now from our business long term it makes sense to spend seven quid now to save 13 quid over the the next 15 years on football index maybe they're doing that with like your rashford's your keynes your your other big hitters who are stu- at stupidly low prices now anyway yeah, that was think, a bit of a I, monologue for you
1: no no i think i think it's, it's a fair it's a fair criticism um and it's, it's something that i think most people have possibly possibly considered. Um, but I think I suppose to touch on the market maker as well. So we, we have seen market making in progress. And as I said, when, when they were doing it, they were market buying. Now, why? <laughs> like, that, that was absolutely ridiculous. Now, because as we saw, as soon as they started market buying, that caused more listing, which resulted in more and more pressure. Mm. So I think even now you, you've got people listing just maybe at the hope that they, they get this market buy. Um, and then when, when we last spoke, John, I think we, we we touched on that being the jackpot, didn't we? You you get a market buy, um, yeah, and then um, you you sort of generate yourself a a thirty percent discount, and um, and I think that's that's another aspect, and and this is what I mean. Everything I'm everything I'm saying and everything you're saying has just led to this negative pressure over the last few months. So from this update, what I wanted to see was something that 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 turned that negative pressure. Now, as I said, ideal one is liquidity that's not happening for, for whatever reason that, that's not happening. So we can sort of throw that in the bin. Now, if they introduce what they've planned on Thursday with substantial liquidity, I've got no issues whatsoever. However, I'm going to believe that's not the case because they would have communicated that. I think they'd have been shouting from the rooftops if liquidity was about to come in place. Um So for me, what I wanted to see was, as I say, something that encouraged market buys and something that stopped panic selling. And this delivers neither. In fact, it makes both things worse. It makes people, less inclined to market buy and more inclined to panic sell. Mm. Um, and this is the thing as well going back to the the average trader I think they are generally generally punters. Um, and I think what what do punters do when they don't like a bet they'll cash it out. Now sort of I, I do sort of quite a bit of sort of advantage gambling if you like and I know I know from sort of experience that if you cash out a bet a bookmaker it's always going to be a bad decision because a bookmaker always applies an edge. Mm. So if you cash out a bookmaker, if you cash out a better sky bet, then you're losing sort of five percent additionally on that bet because, as I say, they'll, they'll they'll take the edge. So I think that's the mentality I think of the average trader. They're just looking at the pretend, They're just looking at the IS on a player, and thinking, well, I'll take that because I can move on to someone else. And, and, and in reality, people should be losing money in 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 some situations because it, it's it's a losing bet. But to lose kind of thirty percent within a few days, that's just going to disengage people straight away. Hmm. And I think. We've possibly gone too far now in, in, in terms of the 5% idea that I floated because I think if, if FI suddenly put a 5% uh, bid flow on now, I don't think bids would come in imminently, but I think they would long-term because, as I said, there's still such huge appetite for this this product. Mm. Um, and I think I'm still th- this is the thing, I'm still really positive long-term, and I, I know it might not sound, sound like I am, but I think... Th- th- the, the, the say the appetite and the, the love that the community has for the product. It's, it's so obvious. I mean, we only we saw on Monday, didn't we an announcement about an announcement, about an announcement, and then money flowed in and, and prices went up the days leading up to the announcement, mm. despite the fact that we've been burnt so many times in the past. So, I mean, I, I've been quite frustrated when um, people have said on Twitter, don't don't list and, and don't sell, don't panic, etc etc et, cetera, et cetera. Um, because I think that that's the wrong battle. The battle should be getting the mechanism right. But I would, I would do actually echo that because I think we, we shouldn't be panicking now because it, it will mm. be right in the long term. Yeah, it's um, just
0: everyone's so fucking passionate about the platform and yeah. we all love it so much. Like, look how many people here are tuning in on a Sunday night. The amount of people that tuned in on Friday. There's so many people so passionate about this platform, and but it just is. We're all we're all bled dry. That's the issue. We've anyone who genuinely believes in the platform long long term and who had spare cash thought it was like a false bottom. Six weeks ago, it was a false bottom two weeks ago. Is Thursday just going to be another one? People are at the point where they're going to question that, and maybe they won't come in with another deposit. Yeah. And when there's no more deposits, and there's no more new users, because who would... Refer a friend, and, and referrals, and, and word of mouth used to be huge for this platform. I haven't told anyone in in months.
1: Do you know? Yeah. Um, and, that, but, and that's it. There is, there is no, no bottom with mm-hmm. the mechanics as they are, because the the yields are great i mean we'll, we'll shout the yields from the rooftops forever but let's be honest call a spade a spade there's a lot of traders out there selling up now because they fear for the platform's future mm. so who, who who gives a shit about a potential 20% yield if they think the platform's going bust That's now the for the record to, to, to be categorically clear i don't think the platform's going bust mm. i think this this will get fixed it's taking longer than, than what it than what it should but i think it will get fixed but as i say I can't ignore the fact that there's still so many traders out there who who are fearful for the platform's future. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to look at Jade and Sancho and think, "Oh, I, I won't sell him for three quid because I think he's going to return a 200% yield in the next three years." Mm-hmm. They're going to think, "Oh shit, I just need to get get what I can out and um, act and act act irrationally." And this is what I mean by FI protecting the customers. So the traders are gamblers. Most of the FI FI customer base are. Your sort of stereotypical gamblers because it's a gambling product now if i need to get this stupid idea out of their heads that their average clientele are city traders on 200 grand a year there are some on the platform of course but most of them aren't mm. and it's it's those customers that need protecting now if i need to protect it by having a me- mechanism in place that doesn't encourage irrationality and at the minute everything is geared towards irrational behavior and fi are just compounding that with the mm. with the mechanics well, um,
0: yeah. look, I think that, that was a nice, that was a very sort of <laughs> potent final kind of ramble, but like it, it hit the nail on the head. They need to protect those who need protected most, yeah. and they're not doing that. But based on time, um, I'm going to have to jump on to the next caller because five people to get through. But genuinely, thank you so much for stepping up. I really, really yeah, thank appreciate you, it. I,
1: I was, uh, yeah, sorry for the. <laughs> no, geez, not at all. That's exactly what I'm looking for. It's Good man.
0: Um, and we'll meet, maybe get you on a proper pod soon if you fancy it. Yeah, sure, man. Good stuff. Good man. Look, lo- always lovely to chat to you. That's nice one, take care, mate. See you later. Mate. And just before I go on to my next guest, David Elias, David Elias Elias, has, has let me know in the comments there that only 43 likes. Time to give them a G up, but there's 225 of you watching by my stats. That means that there's a bunch of fucking scumbags in the house. That's what that means. So come on. Go on. Just just hit that button. That helps me go to the top of the YouTube rankings and helps the football index weekly podcast that's up there continue to happen. Alright. Oh, and I'm getting a follow. Oh, he's getting a follow from you. Yeah, that's the Isle. Go and find Isle. Next up, who was on my list? Let me see. We had Hazardy nine point five. Are you there? Hazardy nine point five. Hey, 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 John. How's it going? What's the crack? What what name would you like me to refer to you as? Um,
2: just use my my normal name, Sully. is fine. Sully. <laughs> my. Yeah, my Twitter name is a bit of a bad joke because I support Leicester and Chelsea, so my friends call me Hazardi, like a combination. <laughs> oh, of I of see what
3: I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: good
2: I job. imagine that won't win me any brownie points with
0: <laughs> <laughs> Solly. What's the story? What, what's what's what's? How's your last few weeks been, and how you feeling now? <sighs> I
2: mean, I imagine it's not drastically different from anybody else. It's a lot of uh, just watching your port league, um, but I think I uh, did a really good job. Uh, talking about like all the broken mechanics and stuff. Um, And I think that I I do feel that some people have been a bit like lenient towards FI taking responsibility of it. Um, But I think I I did want to talk about like how port value, I think, uh, and instant sell, probably the biggest factors that might have been a bit like unnoticed. Mm. Um, And they haven't really fixed them or even addressed it or even they might not have noticed that that's probably one of the biggest factors, but um, I think it's probably had a massive impact um, because you had, um, once the bids came in, uh, your port value was still calculated by the buy price. And then once uh, that came in, then your buy price became essentially a redundant metric. It was the instant sell, that was the most important thing, but also the value of your shares kind of changed because if you have a a share of Sancho, that's 10 pound, and it's got an FI, uh, FI are offering that net of, say, 10%, and it's like £9.50. But once it's an instant sell um, and it's from bids, then that that uh, value of that share instantly changes because you haven't got, like, a safe net to fall back on. Mm. Um, and then they were still showing you that, that um, port value looking at your buy price. Um, and then we had uh, they introduced uh, sell offers, um, and then everyone was like okay this will probably we know we've had fake green for a good few months now and that will probably change everything um everyone was expecting like a bit of a drop in their port mm. value um and it happened we had black sunday black wednesday black october it was basically black it's basically black a Black Autumn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but it it was everybody just looking at that port value um they did have mid price to kind of uh help it a bit but it again, it was not really a useful metric because it was still um, looking at something that was, it was still look, using your buy price, which was again, a redundant metric. Mm. Um, and again, it's such an important thing because the first thing you see when you log into the app is that you've got um, your, your portfolio, whether it's up or down uh, mm. 24 hours seven, hours, seven days, sorry. Whether it works or not, mine's not been working for a good few months anyway. But- um, and your old time, all of it is calculated. Looking at that that broken metric, which mm. is the buy price, um, and I guess I think one of the best things from the announcement was uh, F5 bringing in that that 90-day average match well, price. Here's uh, a I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna jump right in and be ignorant, Sully. Okay, and pose a question to you because <laughs> this is something that gets me about this and that announcement. And I'm sorry, I'm jumping right in to get to the to get to the point here. The the buy price or the, the portfolio value has been flawed for so long. It's been fucked forever. It's the fake green. It's been it's been what is what is the player's value? Is it their their current buy price of the suburb? Anyway, that, that's a different story. They're bringing in three new metrics to look at it. My kind of question and my the way I look at this is well, it's very important that we get an accurate valuation of your portfolio. It's, it's like this kind of oh the, the price displayed on the screen should be an average of the percentage of the shares that should be at this and that so that you should display this basically what a lot of people are getting at is trying to make it display as pretty as possible make it display good when really all that actually matters is the fucking price of the player you can you can butter it up and make it look how you want and i, I understand why that for the portfolio value in particular it, it's important that it's accurate but Having metrics to make it look prettier and oh, but if we if we take it over the average of X amount of time, you know, it's not actually that bad. But it's kind of like that doesn't fucking matter. The price of the player is the price of the player. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's that's just kind of how I look at it. I kind of feel like even when they're adding this like average buy price, I don't give a fuck what the average buy price is. I kind of do, and I get why that volume and understanding that can have benefits. I'm not I'm not slating that. But if you mean to tell me that I can sell my player for nine for, for two pounds now, but over the last thirty days he's been an average of two forty. I don't care, I can only sell him for two quid now, so that, that number's defunct. Unless maybe that's to make people hold out from selling quicker. Anyway, Sully, I bought it in kind of a tangent but kind of related to the buy prices. Does it matter that much? It is the price that they actually are all that matters or do the filters you can apply to that hold well, some think- sort of weight?
2: Yeah, it, it. What I think the 90-day metric, if I read it right, was looking at the matched bids, and um, the, there's what, what the way you were talking about it, like looking at what the price of the player is right now is, what's important again is a bit of a because of the way it was implemented before, it's so easily manipulated. That's, That's why I like I like the 90-day average one because um, it. I'm pretty sure it was looking at matched bids only or matched shares. Um, so. Um, I do a bit of uh, like trading in like, collectibles like Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So there's the websites where you can track the value of certain cards and they all look at like the average price, of other sold thing over like, it's usually over like a week or 30 days or 90 days or whatever. And that's kind of a good way to gauge because you can see what, what, like the transactions that are actually happening. Mm. Um, that's just a better way to calculate your portfolio. Um, I think 90 days are definitely a bit long, but I think it's a step in the right direction. So
0: Yeah. I know uh, what you're saying, because I think in football, so much can change in one match, never mind one month. But maybe having a a, a, a better, for for beginners and new traders to the platform, having a better grasp on, like if someone came on now, they'd look at Sancho and think, geez, he's only worth 750 or whatever. And that price is going to anchor in their mind. When if you look at the price of Sancho, what was it 50 days ago or something? I read he was at 15 quid something stupid maybe that's wrong that that's feels wrong but i think it's right i think it was like that's how long ago black sunday was um do you know if if you had that 90 day picture or however much it was maybe that initial anchor might be higher it would be lower in a lot of cases but maybe it would give people the better pitch the bigger picture i don't know
2: yeah i mean i think just with the portfolio value because first of all they should probably change it to estimated portfolio value first of all because if we're looking at a market where it's uh, basing it on current bids and current offers, then it's pretty much an es- estimation, mm-hmm. not really an accurate value if, in the first place. But um, I think because, again, when people, because the value was based on whether people were bidding high or bidding low, um, and that was just allowing it to be manipulated and cause crashes and stuff, it's definitely a bit risky just to have it based on what the bids are. Like even even now, um, if bids are like super low, um, or if the bids are at the floor, like I know it was the pie, I think, that um, when the Barca move got announced that his, his instant style just disappeared. Mm. Um, so it was probably more accurate that the instant sell floor, which is probably how they calculated his mid-price value or whatever, and that was more accurate. Um, so just using something that looked at how this, any transactions that were actually done, that was like, okay, that's what we're going to call. That's how we're going to value that player for um uh, if you're looking at 30 day average mm. or 90 day average well, it's probably it's definitely a better way forward i think and because it has such an important impact when you open the app and you see green or red or dark blue isn't it um then that's it is important um but also the instant sell on a lot of players as well is needs to be addressed mm. um that there is no instant sell on about half the well,
0: half the pl- half players. I'll ask you that quickly, Sully. To to Ken, kind of, we've only got a few more minutes because I ran a bit over with that, so I'll run a wee bit over with you, but not as much if you know what I mean. So we've got maybe what three minutes. Say, what do you do? How do FI change the the, the fact that the top ten players? They might not, but that, that's all, some some say. Top ten players, no sale price. Do you know, that's the top ten players. Never mind the 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 bargain basement. Never mind everywhere else. How do they do that without having fifty million in the bank?
2: Um, I don't know if they do it without <laughs> having 50 million in the bank, but um, the, fir- I think the first thing they need to do is um, have at least offer, I think um, Al mentioned it, like they need to have like some sort of safety net, whether it's like a 20% um, instant sell net or 50% or whatever, just something, because if, even if you look at like the index, I think it's index track who posts the, the instant sell um, of like the top 100 players, mm-hmm. it's currently like minus, which is ridiculous. And if FI if, if, if will make money on trades, even if they offer something as low as like 50% or 20%, uh, but if they did offer that, then that that does improve sentiment because, and it also makes your shares a bit more valuable because you do have a net. Like having players without an instant sell is, um, it's just only going to have, in, in, encourage a negative sentiment because mm. once you buy a share, again, pe- during the pandemic as well, people are going to, know that once they put that money in the odds of them getting it out, if they need it, like if you have a bad bet, say you bought like 50 shares in Rooney or 500 quid's worth of Rooney and you just put that money out, you know, it's a bad bet, but you want to cash out at some point, if, even if it was a 20% net and people had that, they'd take it and it would improve sentiment. Um, but also I think FI need to do something to improve mm. the sentiment with the people that with their loyal customers. So um, I work in marketing and there's a thing called the marketing funnel. Um, which basically uh, every, everyone that would buy from you they're in like different phases um, and at the bottom is your loyal customers so these are the people that are most likely to put money into your platform um, in FI's case and ultimately FI need to get money going in um, to improve the market overall because at the moment the market's falling and as a result all the prices are falling with it and if the market at least stagnates or it starts to go up they need to just stimulate that somehow mm. and the people that are going to put the money in most likely are going to be the loyal uh, customers um you're going to struggle to get new um, users in um they're probably halted is the marketing budget for now so anything to like say um to the loyal customers like i, I don't have any ideas but like potentially like a 10 percent rebate on all your net deposits for the past couple of months or 5%, or just something, mm. just so that they're like kind of saying, you know, we messed up. Uh, but we do want to acknowledge that we appreciate you guys. Um, just something like that. They yeah. need to get that money going in.
0: I think the longer they leave this, and we'll just have to wrap up on this, um, Sully, but thank you so much for calling in, I think the longer they leave this, it's they're just digging a hole and they've just kept digging that hole and they're they're still digging right now, they're out there digging. And every every single tweet that goes out that reduces sentiment slightly or pisses people off and every day that goes by and every instant sell price that isn't there, it's just a little shovel, a little bit of soil, and they're going deeper and deeper and deeper to a point that do you know if if a, if after Black Sunday they said we're slapping on 70% on all players we're slapping on 65% there is a get out things are probably now this is a big statement that I haven't thought about it but things are probably fine now or getting a lot better whereas every day they leave that more and more people are going to say I'll take that and I'll fuck off to Sportstack I'll take that and I'm away off to Footstock every single day the time is of the essence and they're fucking about but Sully do you want to be found anywhere um, I should have asked Arl this it's Index Arl was the last guy uh, just look like up <laughs> our football index, you'll find them. Sully, would you like to be found anywhere?
2: Um, I, I do have a Twitter, but I don't really use it. But Hazard has nine point five. If anybody does want to talk to me, just DM me because I don't I don't tweet. Um, but I did want to just mention that I think that the the re, removing of the one p floor will probably help things get better. Um, mm. And if I did have a cash balance, I probably would um, like look to buy, be buying players on that on that mm. day. But I think at least from there, it's it should either not be a lot worse for much longer and then either be really good or start to get better or just stay the same mm. um, but i think i think from then on we should be a bit more positive
0: well i think a lot of us Fingers are hoping there's, there's one <laughs> final crash and then it starts to rebuild finally but um sully it's been a pleasure
2: yeah you too john look after have yourself a, have a good
0: evening lovely to meet you thanks for calling in bye see you later now just before we get Chris on the line, David Elias is over here saying still only 43 likes, this guy's trying to set me up The lambast all, it's MDJ and JKFI coming straight in with the 115-116, still that's like 50%, that means that half of you are scumbags, do you know what I mean? You're scrolling through Instagram and you'll throw some random bastard who you don't even care about a like, you can do it for me, come on, y- your old mate John really helps out and make sure you subscribe while you're here. I always say I have to tell you that because you just do it when I say. I think next up on the call we have Chris Crowther, I believe. Chris, are you there?
3: Hey, John, here, here, yeah, all good. Chris, how's things? Yeah, all good. Uh, well, I, I say all good. Apart from the next, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's been what? Maybe I don't know, a month, six weeks since we last spoke. Yeah, about that. Yeah, it was about four after after Black Sunday. Yeah, how have things went since. Uh, pretty stagnant. Not not a lot's happened to be honest. Um, for me, I've uh, I, again, I've I've renovated some Lewandowski's because he's he's just an IBD demon. Um, apart from that, I've just again just refreshed every day, every now and then, and just seen the uh, the, the money going down and down. But I I'm I'm pretty confident it's it, it's going to turn at some point. I know it's going to turn.
0: You know it's going to turn. When do you think it'll turn, and what do you think will start that?
3: What's, what what I'm thinking is like 12 months ago we had a platform with less dividends and literally just going up and up and up the only thing that's changed is the way that people buy and sell sell shares in, in people the dividends and the bet hasn't changed it's mm. got it got to move at some point um FI is not going to go bust I mean they, they they've now removed their own liability from the platform because of the way they're doing things it's it, it's got to move it's got to bottom out at some point
0: mmm do you think Thursday will be that day? Do you think Thursday there's a crash as people all reduce those offers to down to one penny above the bid, or or as as low as they're willing to go? Do you think it, it, our portfolios uh, go down, and then from there yeah. we have tighter spreads in liquidity, or do you think they chase down to the the bid, and then I mean, I mean,
3: regards Thursday, I'm I'm going to bend over and wait for another one. Um, it's it's what they've announced hasn't really helped, as I say, Nick. Nick you know, really kind of explained all that earlier on. Um, I think we're, we're two or three announcements away from when it's going to start to get better.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, look, I, I hope so. I wonder do do you think the FI do actually come out and give us more comms? I I, I think it's this. I just think it's the stage where we all want more. We all want more. They know we want more. I think if they had more, they would have gave us more. And I think now, I just don't know what they can do. Although they've just made a big, like a pretty big announcement on Friday. Yet we're all left here pretty disappointed, pretty pissed off and want more. It's at the stage now with the sentiment. Honestly, as I said before we recorded Chris, this is the first time I've ever felt nervous before a stream genuinely i was i was kind of sitting downstairs you know watching the masters the legs going i'm thinking fuck what am i even going to say to these people i don't know what to say and then obviously when i'm here it's all fucking grand and that's why we're all here because it makes you feel better when you see everyone else is in such a fucking horrible place but um, i mean that's
3: where, that's where we all were six weeks ago on black sunday when yeah. you, you had the post that kind of you know, settled a lot of people down um it, it, it's got to turn around um it, it's just got to there's, there's, looking at how the dividends are how the bet schedule is, it's i just can't see how it's not going to turn around at some point you see the thing that confuses me and chris i don't
0: know if you're you're someone who understands this no pressure if you're not because i just don't <laughs> fi there is a number of shares out there now and the number of shares are there and they're because no one's gone up so they aren't issuing anymore so they have probably on a computer somewhere literally their liability on dividends on whoever wins that doesn't matter if the players were all priced at one penny now, or a tenner now, every player, FI's actual dividend liabilities don't change. The only thing that the prices affect for them is the percentage they reap from from commissions. So, like, obviously, if all the prices are, pl- prices of players are lower, and there's less trading activity, they're getting less commission. So, what I don't get is, like, from FI's standpoint, the lower these prices go, nothing changes from the liability. All the changes that the commissions they're getting in, and the yields look more attractive. So I just don't know how stressed they are. Like how much, how much of a war chest have they got to burn through before it kind of gets to panic stations, or do you think it's kind of already at panic stations? Do you think do you think they realise the gravity of the situation?
3: Is it notable that Adam cole has been taken away from the the marketing side and the actual publicity side? I mean, they've taken him away from the front facing. Do they need somebody more? in tune with that side of things that is going to put things in a better way to us
0: mm. well lads if you're looking for a guy to do your comms do you know like i can announce them here um a little sneaky <laughs> backhand or something like that but um I, I seen a call there in the comments chris someone's looking you to play us a song to Jesus. now maybe maybe you're not prepared tonight but maybe you should write an fi song to to g up the troops next week that's what I said, someone, I forget where it was, I've lost it here, but someone I said, Do you know, play a SOE song? We need one. They've seen the guitar in the background. You're, you're probably not prep, but maybe you should write a, an <laughs> FI campfire
3: kind of vibe. You, you of... really don't want to hear me sing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> comic relief, is it? <laughs> It'd be comic something. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, look, is there anything else you want to chat about, Chris? Is there anything else on your mind in regards to FI? No,
3: so what I wanted to do is put a big, big shout out to uh, to Divy Rascal from last week. Really enjoyed his uh, his section last week. It's mm. uh, really, really you know, a lot of knowledgeable points. Uh, just really enjoyed his section. So uh, big props to him.
0: Yeah, I thought he was very good, and you know, he made me feel a bit a little more comfortable when I wasn't. I think he came on. I was working the morning after, and I hadn't planned on having a can, and I just had to crack a can with him because <laughs> it's it's funny. It would have been good to have him on again now and see if anything's changed from his viewpoint. Because I was talking to him. Um, sort of over the weekend briefly in a few messages he'll be coming on a proper podcast very soon you'll all be glad to hear um i'll john snow if he's watching he'd kill me but he is very kit harrington um for the ladies in the house he's a handsome devil but um yeah uh he, he was brilliant i really did think that he's, he's going to check him out again um divvy rascal on twitter he's put out some threads today on players so yeah
3: um, yeah no, top points really, really enjoyed his uh his, uh, his, his section last week
0: hmm well, yeah, Chris. Any other crack, and you want to discuss? For me, I don't. I don't really have anything I particularly want to discuss. I'm. I'm kind of having to discuss it at this point. <laughs> I mean, the one thing I will put to you, John. What? What are your thoughts on Jack Grealish? Do you know what? This is exactly what's needed right now, Chris. And this is something that I'm really going to focus on next week. Next week's podcast, I think. What a lot of people are almost missing, and what's almost making people even more irate, is the lack of player talk. Do you know? Actual football. <laughs> Actual fucking football. That's what everything used to be. And now all you hear is bloody order books and liquidity and big fucking words. That's all you hear. Anyway, Jack Grealish, I think he looks amazing. I think he's a prick because he didn't declare for Ireland, but <laughs> we'll, we'll forgive him that. Um, He did grow up in Birmingham, I believe, but he's he looks amazing. Like he, anytime I've wa- watched him this season, I might have only watched two or three games he's been involved in, albeit one of them was the Liverpool, so i obviously seen him in that game. I've seen him... Was it last week? Did they, who did they play? Arsenal, wasn't it? And they won three-something. Destroyed them. Um, I think like he always seems to make the right decision.
3: He's so composed. His decision-making is elite, I think. He just seems so involved in every match he's played in. He's, he's literally... Everything goes through him again. Same as we spoke weeks ago about uh, Bruno. He is the Bruno for, for Villa. He's Everything's going through him. So in terms of uh, his score and FI, he, you know, as, as he matures into the next... Well, 24, 25 now... Two, three years' time, he's got to have a big move in him somewhere. He's got to. I'm just
0: checking there, I'm looking down here, not been ignorant, but was it, he was playing tonight, didn't he? He started?
3: Yeah, he didn't do a lot for England tonight. Uh, I mean, the formation was a bit iffy tonight. It would be, England in general didn't play good tonight. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think there's got to be a big move. I, I started buying him six, seven months ago, expecting him to be in a man-new shirt by now. Mm. Um, I think there's a bigger move on the horizon for him. I think he's going to be he, – he will get a huge move.
0: Yeah, I, I think I had a bid in on him before, was it the Arsenal game or was it before the Liverpool game? He was at 2.30ish on FI and I was thinking, that's insane. That's that's actually insane because this is a guy who's going to go into a bigger team. 10-star mm, man wins in a career. Forget about the media. 10-star man wins in a career. Has he got that in his locker? I think he does. I'm talking on a gold day. Do you know hey, I, I felt he was you ridiculous. Got, and
3: you've got, you got Harry Kane at £4.60 at the minute. Mm. That's, that's insane.
0: I think like a lot of the like Rashford Sterling English the media promising Euros World Cup coming crazy prices but the issue is Chris who knows will they get crazier
3: yeah might my, my, cool. my, my all be gone by then
0: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well look Chris I'm going to wrap it up there just to get us back on time because we've got a 10 o'clock guest and a 10 15 guest but it was lovely chatting to you as always, um, as always mate. thanks for having me on would you like to be found anywhere uh, ideally not especially not by the police Okay, good man. <laughs> Less said, the better. <laughs> All right, Chris. Take care, mate. Take look care. After yourself. Thanks for putting yourself out there. Goodbye. Bye bye. See you later. Bye bye. So, let me see who's next on the agenda. And um, we're back on time now, which is brilliant. Um, I don't know what name you want to go by because I think I've seen a different name on the, the Zoom call maybe not too long ago. Is there a Toffee guy here? And if so, is your real name begin with an M? Let's see how this goes. I don't know if the, the Zoom is working. Or is he even in Zoom? I don't think he's. Oh, he is in Zoom. Toffee Has. Are you there? Your mic's not on. He could be having trouble. Toffee Has. You have a 15-minute slot now anyway. So look, you just start chatting when it's time. Until then, I'll cover. So, I I, I
4: care, mate. He's
0: here. I can hear you. How's things?
4: I'm a little yeah yeah I'm a little bit behind you on the on the internet but yeah I can hear you
0: uh, you see if if you're listening to me through the Zoom call it should be perfect if you're watching me live on YouTube you're like fifteen seconds back.
4: Jeff can you hear me. I'm, I'm John can you hear me.
0: I can hear you perfectly. You're going to realize very shortly that you need to switch to Zoom and not YouTube. Yeah know. brilliant yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I'm a little bit tired, yeah. <laughs> He's he's watching me through YouTube but talking to me. He's going to realize you need to switch to Zoom.
4: So, sorry miss I'm, i've got i've got the uh i've had to turn the tv off because it was like a bad lead time so i'm just i'm gonna go straight to the microphone sorry good off.
0: man are you here now can you hear me live yeah i can hear you, yeah ah perfect yeah no i was kind of taking the piss out of you about there there was there's like a 15 20 second delay on the youtube front
4: yeah i've got really bad internet over here so yeah yeah. no you're a, you're 100
0: on zoom it's just if, if you watch on youtube there's always going to be a delay um it's right, just naturally right. built in anyway here we are toffee has how's things
4: yeah, it's good. I'm good. I'm quite positive, to be honest. I, I agree with a lot of things that have been said so far. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm in a good, I'm in good spirits overall because my my portfolio has grown massively over this time. I managed to trade through it. There's a lot, there's a lot that can be added here. It's just we've we've all got to like, almost, be a bit more wiser to it and realise there actually is money coming into the platform. It's just we don't see it. And um, one thing I've noticed, and I don't think this has been really spotted by a lot of traders, is the two examples I've got here are Kimmich and Lewandowski. So Kimmich got beyond £7.20 mm. and Lewandowski got to about £3.60. Now that that's taken new money somehow or somewhere to get them to that price. To go beyond their maximum, it has to have had new money come in. Could so it whether just that's be started, the
0: money that's been instant sold on other players and decimated well, other well, places?
4: Yeah, yeah, of course it can. But that's where I was going with that. That, that instant sell abiding, hasn't it? Buying, hasn't it? So. Whether the domino effect of, saying, say, Sancho, someone's had to buy Sancho to give the money freed up for someone else to buy Kimmich. So there has to be a new investment for that money to come in, doesn't there?
0: Mm. Yeah. The problem. I know what you're saying, but I know I'm just thinking to myself. Like I definitely sold a bunch of players. Um. Obviously, to someone, so someone is getting the money because we matched. But I sold a lot of players and bought. I think I actually bought like 500 Lewandowski before his last. Seven game window, or whatever it was, and I managed, thank God, in hindsight, to get out at like 347, 348. Um, and then I took that money and I've withdrawn that money since. Um, so well, you could say Levandowski's prices went, but yeah, but, but yeah,
3: you,
4: you've you withdrawn that money because someone else has bought off you, yeah,
0: but th- that so doesn't mean some that some new point. money's coming in, that just means that money's moving about from players. Do you know what metric? Can uh, no, you?
4: No, no, in- no, I disagree. And because somewhere along the domino line, there must have been new money put in because I know what you're saying about moving amongst players. So let's say I sold Sancho, instant sell him. What's he on now? About £7.50. I don't, I don't even know. So I instant sell Sancho. I buy Kim Hitch. Mm. Someone's had to buy to my Sancho. Sorry? Y- yeah, because someone's had to buy my Sancho in the first place. And let's say someone else sold, say, Kevin De Bruyne to, re- to buy my Sancho well, then someone else had to buy Kevin De Bruyne. So somewhere on that domino effect, someone's had to put money in. Maybe
0: like the first person.
4: Yeah, yeah, but that means new money is entering the platform, doesn't it?
0: But like, could that not have been like one first person forever ago and the rest is just a cyclical effect that just
4: keeps going and trades and trades and trades? Well, yeah, trades o- of course, of course yeah. Post. Ultimately, yes, of course, that's right. So but what, how, what how I mean... do
0: you know that there has been new money put in consistently for new players? Because, I mean, I would argue, and I would be... I would probably put quite a high wager on that money has definitely been taken out of the market at the minute
4: well okay on on that discussion how can money be taken out of the platform because the only way I can see it leaving the platform is via dividends
0: well no because if people sell then someone's bought the shares at a reduced price and I've taken capital out If I re- so like I've withdrawn like I'm back to net deposit zero I've withdrawn like 4k out of FI in the past two or three months
4: yeah, but that means someone's put four K in, doesn't it?
0: My head's broken. I don't think it does. Does it? Well,
4: yeah, no, because prices have like, just
0: reduced. oh fuck!
4: Yeah, but they've reduced because the the mechanics broken. It's not necessarily money's leaving. It's the mechanics broken. So if I can list a play, it's only nine hundred futures that dictate the price, isn't there?
0: <laughs> You're literally. like, This is like fucking breaking my head. I need like a but piece of paper. Think- I know okay, what you're saying.
4: Okay. Well, let's think it through a little bit more, then. Right. So, if it takes nano futures to depreciate the, the value of a player, it doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean. Sorry?
0: Oh, sorry. You're. Sorry, I'll let you go there. I just thought you were talking about the old Delta, like you sell hundred futures, the guy goes down a penny.
4: No, no, no. On the current, on the current mechanic, so it takes nano futures to depreciate the the price, and we can undercut each other. So, I, based on 901 futures, you can
0: undercut a player over and over and over, can't you? Mate, I'm not gonna lie. You're... How can you? How can you know? This is the crux of it. How can you know money's coming in?
4: Because you can't sell a player unless someone buys the player.
0: But what if they've sold a player at a higher price? And then the bid then zone and both? sell the mechanic itself has come down. So they, they sold, sold both of
4: that price you sold at.
0: But if they if they sold a player for four hundred quid, right? Yeah. And then the the mechanic has driven that player's value downward. And they buy your player off you for four hundred quid. But your your players went cheaper relatively. Oh my god, yeah. my head's fucking broken. I don't get where the money has <laughs> to come in. <laughs>
4: This is real. I have a real difficult time explaining this to my friend the other day. Actually, when I was saying, "like, how how is it?" If you know, it's one future for one future. So just because <laughs> it's so hard to explain over the phone call, that point in Di- diagrammatic form. But like, I think basically-
0: like the likes of index track etc. are saying like the market cap is reducing. Money's coming out of the market. I don't think they can track that as much anymore because it used to be the delta of six to nine hundred shares reduces a player's price by a penny or whatever. Now it's changed. Um, Every sale needs a buy.
4: Yeah. So the the way it sort of balances out is if if you're buying a player, let's say I originally bought a player at 50p, let's say, and now he's worth a pound. So I sold him, he's gone up to, say, two pound in old mechanics. He's now back down to one pound in new mechanics. So I sold him, say, a pound, Someone's born at a pound. That's my 50p future nulled. It's not the two pound future nulled. It's my original 50p future nulled.
0: Mm.
4: Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Mm. So that money has not disappeared. It's just been realigned. And that's what a lot of traders are missing is that the product is actually gaining money. It is gaining new investment. It's just we can't see it.
0: But it's not new How do you know it's new money?
4: because it takes a buyer to buy from a it takes a buyer to buy from a seller
0: but but what if it's just old money like what if it's money that was already in the platform so like let's say we all okay let's say the market cap is 100 million and there's 100 of us that have a million each i sell my players to jim and then he sells some players to, and we just we, we could just be rotating players it doesn't necessarily mean that new money has to
4: let, let's wipe let's wind it down to a real basic form let's take a hundred let's say the maximum amount of futures in players 100 just for simplicity terms so player one costs one p for 900 then after 900 it goes to 2p after 900 it goes to 3p onwards and upwards to a pound so if i sold player if i bought player one sorry uh, if i bought the first 900 then my my mate bought the next nine hundred. He's now one thousand. He's now at two uh, p for one thousand eight hundred futures. Yeah. If I sold my original nine hundred now, or let's say sorry, let's say it gets to ten p. So is 900, 900, 900, always ten p. Now let's say I'm quite happy with my profit. So I sell my original nine hundred. Now there are, there are no futures held at one p valuation. There are there are now eighteen thousand futures held at ten p valuation.
0: Mm. What if Does that makes sense? Yeah, but if you withdraw your cash, where's the extra money?
4: Well, it's still in the platform because it's still eighteen thousand futures at the ten p valuation. My, my cash has gone. I, I'm gone, but I've been replaced by someone who's bought from me. Mm.
0: Yeah, so, I think I think sorry. this is one of those we'd need to be in person with a piece of paper and look at it. I, I could be being an idiot. I've had a long old week and I've had a long old day of thinking of FI, but I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna to say to you this: Can we change topic to something else about FI? Because I'm lost. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm sure everyone yeah. oh, in the comments I, is getting it, but for me, I just can't a see
4: concept. And honestly, I've about I, to like, literally I, show my friends. though so.
0: yeah, I like I get how at the start there has to be money to buy a player, but I just don't get at the minute how we can know if the market caps increasing or decreasing. Because I would be pretty sure that it's decreased. I think anytime anyone can get out, they're getting out. There's a few people to. I I don't know. We'll, we'll move off topic, right? All right, okay. What do so you think? Th- what What do you think Fi should do next? What's the next move? Like, what what, what do I you think comes on Thursday?
3: I
4: think they've done the next move. I think the announcement. All right, I wasn't jumping for joy at it. It was it was all right. It was it was all right. It was five out of ten, wasn't it? It wasn't. We weren't jumping for joy. I think. But what they've said really is like we're going to move to this average offer buy price which when I first read it, I thought, well, that's just bloody irrelevant, isn't it? But then when I thought, you know, if we all just play a little bit more intelligently and we, we set off a buy price to what we think it should be over and above what it currently is, it will just boost the port, port values of everybody. So we'll, we'll all get a nice little healthy psychological pick out of that, or we should do. It's probably a bit of a plaster on what's currently happening, but it's still, you know, it gives us a bit more. The next one's the market depth which gives us five levels of bid offers rather than the current 900, which is just just anybody can deflate a player over 900 futures, can't they? Just mm. accumulation. All of a sudden now it's gone to a bit wider. It's going to take a lot more effort and we can see a bit more. Mm. So take Messi tonight, for example. He's just gone down and down and down. Now we don't know. We don't know why or how. If is it just literally a few people undercutting, 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 just to try and buy in cheaply? Cause, you know they've got a massive stack of IPD coming, or or is it a whole lot of people who just say enough and just they're all holding messy? This one out of messy. It's it's not coincidental in my eyes. So it's it's messy. I took t- t- the big hit tonight mm. because we all know he's going to score goals. He's going to get assists. He's going to play. Mm. Yeah, That's my.
0: I'm just sitting here reading through comments. Your, your 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 point has been polarizing. Some people are saying you're right. Some people are saying you're wrong. I think we just need it. Can someone draw me a graph who's watching and I'll pull it up I later in the well, show?
3: I'll, you what I'll, do,
4: I'll do it for you. I'll do it another time. I know, and it's it's quite a difficult concept to see with, with over vocals or actually seeing it. So mm. I'll, I'll draw something. Here and then if you agree... We can discuss it. If you don't agree, then we can just null it out, can't we?
0: Well, we can discuss it either way. I don't, we, we don't all have to agree on things. I'm sure you're right. I'm sure I'm just not getting it. you know? I, like, I have no doubt about that. Um, it's maths. It's just yeah. maths. It's... Yeah. Anyway. So, I mean,
4: I, I was quite happy about the announcement to a certain degree. I once have reread it a few times because it does, it does give us a bit more to work on. It does mm. feel like a bit of a plaster and does feel like it's going to buy FI a little bit more time. But I, well, whether this is hopeful or absolutely bang on the button, I I don't know, but I I get the feeling they're going to issue liquidity providers at the same time as um, the the massive IP that's come in Mm. because everything they've said, sort of requires a very tight spread. So all this stuff they're introducing requires quite a tight spread to actually work.
0: Mm. It'll be, be interesting to see because I think if they had liquidity providers, they'd be letting us know because they know that's what would excite us all. But then at the same time, I don't know. No, but maybe they kind of want to make way. it look organic. Maybe they want it to look a little more real or something.
4: If, if it's a third-party li- liquidity provider, you you wouldn't announce it because there'll be it'll be a deal that's sort of said that you Let can't announce in. it.
3: Because
4: I, I want to going if I said to you, "Look, liquidity pro- providers are here." What's going to happen? Everyone's going to sell. Like, let's get out, let's get out, let's get out, top prices. The liquidity product just slides in nice, quietly. It does what it needs to do. And then they announce it a week later saying, yeah, we've got this liquidity provided now, doing this, and know they in the background. Just the same as we did LP1. They didn't really make a big announcement about that. It, the idea is to get in cheaply. It's not into getting slightly inflated.
0: Mm.
4: And it might be a deal that that they have some kind of contractual
0: thing but they
4: can't announce it mm.
0: yeah no that, that's a fair point that's something I've seen raised maybe the liquidity provider or market makers wouldn't be announced because that would be in the kind of the deal but then I just don't know then like I FI fire between a rock and a hard place how do they get out of this like because everyone's gonna be like where's the liquidity providers why don't they just oh, say yeah. they'll oh, be yeah. kind of they'll be there in due course kind of working Quietly behind the scenes, we won't be making a formal announcement that way.
4: It almost gives Carrot to sort of try and delist even further. I know that's going on anyway, but it kind of like, they need to find a way of getting people to trade off both buttons. At the minute, there's only one way to trade off one button, isn't there? So we need to sort of do something to get it. And the only way to do that really is via a tight spread, show this depth of market stuff they've got planned and say, look, it's going to arise if someone buys, say, 200 250 futures that bunks up a penny if mm. someone buys seven eight hundred futures it bunks up five p and we see that market depth data sort of thing out. for that you know for that to really work we need we need a pretty good strong liquidity provider doing it mm. and uh we need we need to see these as soon as the sentiment changes it's going to go up and up and up isn't it it is designed to go up and up and up i don't and know yeah. There's, a whole, there's a whole heap of money behind every single player, or, or pretty much 95% of players. There's a whole heap of money stacked behind them all that we can't see. Because they didn't just drop by half price overnight, over the course of the two, three months, they've built up over two, three years.
0: But their price on the site house, you know, it doesn't matter what you bought them for, it matters what they're at now. Do you that,
4: know? That, that could be literally 901 futures undercutting each other. 900 is mm-hmm. the one that sets the price. The 901 drops it.
0: Well, now how do you get it back to where it was?
4: So you mop out these, you mop out these sort of low, low board. I mean, there, there are people who are without a shadow of a doubt, are trying to uncut, undercut it, try and get in on the cheaper bids. I mean, I've, I've traded through it. I've sort of mopped up uh, a few instant sales, rebought at cheaper instant sales, and that's kind of a bad cycle, cycle uh, way of mm-hmm. trading, but it's kind of like a necessity in the current market. But it's, um, the way to do it is if you mop up these, not not so much bad bad bids, but it's more the bad bad sell offers. So you've got to find a way of encouraging the buy button again.
0: Hmm. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what to do. Um, I'm just seeing there that Noir X is in the comments. He's. I don't know. I, I assume he's calling you, Hazard, saying he exp- There's another way money leaves the market. He'll explain NoirX, X if you're there and you want to bounce in. Do if you can help me. Um.
5: Oh, oh sorry. I wasn't. Um, oh, you are there, Oh
0: no. I- can you hear me? I can hear you. Sorry, yeah. i seen you in the comments. I think you said Hazard and i seen you was toffee Hazard. I thought you might have been talking.
5: Yeah, there was some other guy called Hazard who was saying the only ways that money could leave the market um, was basically the old instant sale or via dividends, which is that's how money leaves uh football index rather than um, this. The, the problem is that the main way that money is leaving the market at the moment is that if you owned a player at 10 quid, And then somebody is undercutting and you want to sell him. So you instant sell him for £9, let's say on an extreme example. That £1 has left the market. That's been lost money from the total pool of money in the market. So we just lost 10% of that share's value to the ether. Mm. Um, And that means that basically all this undercutting means that we are putting less and less money in the football index economy. So it's contracting more and more and more. So there's less and less money there to get round, which means that prices contract more and more and more. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, whereas if you had people that were bidding over, um, that has to come from the dividends or new money entering the market to then grow it. And it mm-hmm. comes out, yeah. So, I, it,
4: Sorry, Noir, I think that's what we were, we were saying. That's why i tried to explain that can't physically happen because it, you're, you're on about one future for one future. So we're not on about an, a £9 future or a £10 future. We're on about one future for one future. So the price of that future it is, you know, it doesn't matter so much the price because if I sell one future at £10 and someone else buys one future at £9, it's still the one future held in the platform, which was originally bought at £10.
5: Yeah, but that's my point. The £1 has left the market because... It, no- it can't. It can because you've just sold it for nine pounds. So you're now you. So you had ten pounds, right? You buy a share for ten pounds. Yeah. You um, and sell it for nine. You have lost one pound from the market value of your portfolio. Okay. Nobody has gained that one pound. That one pound has left the market.
4: I'll ha- I'll have to do this uh, diagrammatically because it's hard to explain. But it 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 hasn't. This I know I know what you're saying. It just on the surface that's how it looks, and uh, and that's what Jeff's saying as well. That's how that's how it looks, but it, it hasn't because it. if you take, like I said, if you take um, all the futures, one person sells theirs, one person buys at another price, it's still the same amount of futures. So no futures have left the market. The futures are all the same futures. The market cap is the amount of futures.
0: But the price it, of the futures matters. Point. Anyway, look, yeah. I'll will will put it this way. Look, if you if you if you can explain this on a graph or some sort of chart to me visually, yeah, yeah, we can try that down the line if you fancy it because I think it'll be a good sequel. But based yeah, on time, I, I, we're it is hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've broke my brain anyway, Matthew. But fair play to you. Um,
4: do Do you want find anywhere on social media? Yeah, uh, I've been I've become more active on Twitter nowadays than anything else. It's more at he Has. Um, I'm on there. Good man. but look, you're as
0: polarizing as that. Remember that dress that was black or blue and no one knew? Or like that's that's how it's definitely went in the comments anyway. So maybe going and try and clear things up over there for people. But fair play to you for calling in anyway. And I think you're the first caller who's broke my head, so that, that's a that's a first <laughs> right, cheers, well done. Man. Good man. Yeah. See you later. Noir X four. Yeah. What's right. the crack? House things. Yeah, it's so
5: good.
0: I dragged you um, in there. Um yeah, we'll move on. Hi yes. what, what was it again? You, you had a great point. You had a great discussion topic for tonight.
5: Yeah, so obviously stack have uh, dropped a bit of a nuclear bomb um, with their careers stuff coming out. Now, this, I think, is actually very exciting for a couple of reasons um, for Football Index traders. One it gives you a different platform to go and have some fun in if you're not enjoying Football Index at the moment, um, because it's a similar model. Um, and it's in fact probably a bit safer at the moment because A, it's brand new, so it's more likely to grow and, and B, the fact that you can earn dividends anytime they go over fifty points um means it's a bit easier of mm. uh, knowing who's gonna be picking up dividends and how frequently. Um, Obviously the spreads are a lot smaller because they're new and so they're not going to go and throw out like eight grand straight away um, on the the thing because they'll go bust. So they need to build it up gradually. But there's also opportunity on the football index side because you're going to see a lot of people on Thursday panicking and and looking to cash out. And I've already seen Twitter lighting up with people going, it's all about sports stack let me instant sell. I want to get out and get over here so I can get sports stack. Now, if you think football index is still a good product and you can believe in the fundamental mechanics which haven't changed, in fact, if anything, the dividend things continually grow. It's it's on that long thing. So, what you can do there is go, right, I'm going to be a real bastard and I'm going to undercut the crap out of anyone that's trying to instant sell because there's so many players without a get out at the moment mm. that i can buy them at the bare minimum um of, of the thing so if you want to grow your football index profile or even offset some of your losses by buying at a cheaper value thursday is going to be a great time for you to top up because there's gonna be so many people looking to jump on the sports track um sports stack train Now, I'm not saying it's going to be smooth sailing, it's going to certainly be a painful few months because just because you're getting it at a low value now doesn't mean that it's got nowhere else to go. Um, And as Sportstack comes in, it's just another pull to um, add competition. But the other good thing about direct competition like this is it drives um, improvements on the platform, because whenever you've got true market competition, then you have to improve to survive. Otherwise you're going to go bust and everyone goes sports stack if you're you're just, um, if that's all you're offering is your current thing, which everyone's saying is a bit shit and you've got people literally waving flags, jumping up and down, going how shit it is and you're going to do nothing. Well, where's it going to go? Um, So yeah, there's, there's real opportunity for football index to take this on the chin and go right. We're no longer a monopoly. We've actually got some proper competition now. It's not footstock, which is obviously something that is trying to piggyback on the back of um, football index, but is, is significantly different in style. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, the, the other thing that I think football index, uh, foot, foot, oh, sorry, sports stack are going to be doing, which is quite cunning, really, is I don't think they're going to spend that much on marketing budget because I think basically what they're going to be doing is spending that money on um, using improving the platform, paying out dividends because they're piggybacking on the um, football index marketing spend. They, they they don't have to spend that huge marketing budget because they, all they're doing is like piggybacking on the football index hashtags They're going to use the football. um... Oh God, what what what's going on?
0: on (laughs) No, I can't. Mate, have you been reading these comments? Gone
5: in there. Okay.
0: (laughs) Sorry, my wife's just come to berate me because I can wake the child up upstairs. Oh God, no! I I was I burst out laughing, mate, because I don't know if you've seen these comments, but I'm just like I think people are still kind of trying to get over. Um, the drama of the last call and I have been on the edge of dying for about four minutes now just with what <laughs> some of the things people are saying is are absolutely hilarious
5: yeah I, I did see you just sort of gradually smirking and smirking and smirking I was like oh god am I saying something no you're you're
0: literally YouTube? bang on and I was trying like you're bang on but what people don't realize is you can't see me on zoom so you have like a 15 20 second delay on youtube but, yes uh, yeah, Jesus Christ. No, honestly, just people there. Do you know, it was literally like I'm sitting at the back of the classroom and you and your mates are poking you and the teacher is they're going to you really you need to laugh but you can't laugh. But then I was trying to hold the laugh in almost because they all wanted me to laugh. Anyway, noar, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh,
5: Yeah, it it did seem like a um an event, let's say.
0: Yeah anyway sorry but back to actually talking about sports stack and its introduce introduction and the possible knock-on effects
5: yeah, yeah oh hang on so you have to put your piece out in a blog <laughs>
0: <laughs> well look i'm glad some of you's got a good laugh out of it anyway but <laughs> i think Dwyer almost did, it almost clouded some of what you were saying so sorry for that but jesus christ it's all
5: right mate i i don't mind um I mean to be honest we're probably going to be doing one of these on thursday anyway because oh, i think fuck. the market's going to need it so we can cover it all off again then anyway
0: see. well i just commit to that now if, if would people like a stream on thursday if you would get in the comments and say i want to stream on thursday that's what you have to say um but yeah fucking hell noir yeah so sports deck i think just on the face of it like you went a bit more in depth there i think it I the bottom line for me i think it is it's i think genuinely it's a great thing for football index because while there are other competitors in a similar kind of alternative gambling space i think this is the first true competitor and that's good for any anything
5: yeah i mean absolutely i i don't work for sports Um (laughs) but i i did meet the um ceo guy over a year ago at the launch event and uh he, he he was very keen to talk about career mode. And that's all I wanted to talk about at the time. I didn't give a monkeys about the, uh, the current platform they had going on. Mm. Um, cause it was just, it very quickly centered around the 50 P mark and you were going to make two p one way or the other. And it, mm. it just didn't appeal.
0: Um, yeah. I've, I dabbled in the original kind of matching the match one, like the one match game things on yeah, SportsTack. Yeah. stack. I can't access the careers cause I'm in Ireland, but what I heard, I've seen there was a bit of drama on Twitter. There was some analysis put out that basically said the yield are better than FI or something. And then as it turns out, maybe they're not, but maybe some are, but a bit of drama around all that. I mean, if it was available in Ireland, I'd have, a, I'd have a look at it. And I'm sure it's it's caught a lot of people's attention. Do you know, talk about timing for an announcement from a company, literally, while well, the other company is on its knees, do you know? Uh, they timed it perfectly.
5: They, they have, but I mean, equally, they everyone's looking at them and going, oh, look, they've got these, um, the spreads and they've got this all in place. So they're, they're the model of how this should be done. Bear in mind, they've managed to cock up the launch because the Android app isn't working.
0: Oh, for fuck's
5: sake. Yeah. So it's live on iOS. They're launching players on their IPAs and anyone that is on Android only, such as myself, can't get involved until, Possibly Monday or Tuesday next week. Mm. So it's not like they are these superstar tech geniuses that have worked it all
0: out. They're having their own teething problems as well. It's it's amazing just how many tech problems there are in the world. That's why there's so much money in tech. Do you know what? Like, just go and learn to be a tech guy or gal. That's what you all need to do, and you'll make all the money back that you've lost in FI. Like, all my mates work in tech, and I can see why now. Yeah, it's just
5: it's difficult to do it well basically um but yeah so i don't and I, I think that is the main interesting thing at the moment is i think it'd be really interesting to watch sports like um particularly on this marketing spend side because we know football index spends so much money on marketing and that's their big thing and mike bowen being like well i think he's probably the ceo now uh, and cole stepped aside um which I don't know if anyone picked up, but somebody posted that on Twitter. The um company's house portfolio showed Adam Cole step down as a director mm. and uh Mike Bowen getting placed on as a director, um, which will probably mean there's gonna be even more of a marketing-centric view mm. than there has been historically. Um but Sportstack, if I was if I was running their company, I'd just be sitting there going, Well, why would I spend a penny on marketing? Except some guys sit on Twitter and basically throw a few things out um, on the FI hashtag and then let that community do the work for me. Mm. You know, I know they're going to spend shitloads of money because they have been. Um, I know they've got all this money there, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. It's a few comments coming in about this sort of thing. Vespasian saying it's Cons- conscious decision to target the FI announcement. Google take longer to approve new apps. I think they pushed their timeline and they had to choose. I've seen a lot of companies actually in the past, I can't really remember names off the top of my head, but it seems to be a thing, like not approved on Android yet. Did Footstock have that issue? I can't remember. But a lot of people seem to have, um, a lot of people saying different company to you. Um, it was a different... Yeah, thing. I'm just
5: picking up on that. So apparently Aaron Cole is still on the Football Index Limited. I stand corrected, gentlemen, thanks. For yeah. the
0: I think I kind of seen that. I d- didn't read into it, but... Um, probably if I'd have read it I could have corrected you but I didn't I didn't actually I seen like a document about some director thing I just kind of said fuck I'm sick of football index I'm not reading it but um, yeah it's interesting you know there, there's a lot of places for people to be putting their money at the minute and I think that is why on the face of it it looks like a negative thing for FI. I think it's good because I really do think they, they, they have to and I think if, if two months ago when you first called in I think for Black Sunday if that wasn't yeah. crunch time today is fucking crunch time Thursday is a major day, um, and I think will be a major day in the history of football index, whatever whatever way things go, because I've ne- like I've been here year, year nearly two years now, and I've never seen it this bad, even remotely close.
5: Yeah, I mean I've been here since two thousand seventeen. And yeah, we had dark days and there were bad things that happened, but you always had the FI safety net, which has obviously been whipped out. And we all know how Black Sunday went. And that was with them being, you know, very light on it and very quickly putting this 1P buffer in. We're about to take that 1P buffer off again. Now, the one good thing is they have come out and said they're going to put these um, circuit breakers on, which should help the, the flow a lot better than last time but you have also got like said people will want to move money to sports stack people will want to take money out because they feel that it's been trapped because of the lack of a any kind of sell option for so many players on the index at the moment that it is just driving a real air of negativity within the community mm. and with all the sports stack announcement, if I don't bring out some other comms before Thursday or some other incentive or initiative to to try and boost morale in the community, they're just gonna get absolutely ripped to shreds because it's gonna be Black Sunday 2.0 and people are just gonna have enough of it. And it doesn't matter how how, how much people understand it, how much people are prepared for it, how much people, believe in the wider platform and, and trust in stuff. It you just when you see that much red consistently over a 24, 72 hour period, mm. it's scary and it's demotivating and it, it makes people panic. It's gonna mm. happen. I'll get the graph out again. The one which shows yeah. I, I dare <laughs> mention the graph on here, but you know, the one where it's that cycle of just a negative feedback loop where we just spiral down until we get the bounce. Um mm. And there is such a real risk of that this time. Um,
0: Are they, they, is the circuit breaker talk, are they going to have a tighter control on whenever the the bid zone kind of drops? So, like, because I think what we're going to see on on Thursday is a lot of people literally going right down to five people of the bid zone, depending on the price of the player, you know, right within a percent or two of it, just just trying to squeeze that bit more and trying to get those people who, those select few who might have a balance. i think a lot of people will be crashing those prices right down yeah Uh,
5: and that's the other thing is the the other way that this all goes a bit horribly wrong for them is that thursday they lift this this lever off the the market crashes and then like the whole thing is suspended functionally because basically all of the circuit breakers kick in across the index Mm. um and then everyone's even more pissed off because now they just can't trade at all. And there's people that maybe don't mind taking a loss, but they cannot trade at all because the circuit breakers kicked in and locked the entire market, which is going to piss people off even more. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of crazy sentiment in the community at the moment. I saw something on Twitter today around um, they should be giving some kind of loyalty bonus to the people that have been here the longest and stuck through all this shit. Mm. no why like you know the people that have been here the longest had all the benefits of the easy money that when it was growing like without trying
0: give people who joined in fucking august give them a bonus
5: the brutality of since order books came in are the true heroes of this not you know the old guys that have been sitting around printing money for fun Mm. um sorry if that's a bit you know on the nose but you had your chance to take your mega profits out I'm sorry, it's a bit hard at the moment. It will go good again in the long term. You know, you're going to have to deal with it. You've got a cushion. A lot mm. of people don't. who um, came into it. Um, well, that's it.
0: Like, I, I think I'm, I, I don't even know where I'm at now, but I think I'm at net deposits, 400 quid or something. And my portfolio value, whatever that means, is at like 7,700? So that that is your privilege, you know? Um, you're getting in early and, and, and trading whenever you know making hay while the sun shone and yeah i think it, it, it's heartbreaking i have really feel for people who joined sort of august on the dividend increase whenever we were all telling mates and, and the dividends have increased the value's amazing order books nasdaq ipos this thing's going to the moon one billion pound market caps and then a few weeks later black sunday those yeah, are the yeah. those are the unfortunate souls of the FI community And strangely, the ones of those that I talk to all seem to be the most positive. It's kind of weird, but it's just what I've kind of noticed.
5: Yeah, I'm seeing some of the comments. I mean, guys, what I'm not saying is that football index are great and uh, all the old guys should be punished or anything. What I'm saying is that they shouldn't get any special treatment. Everyone is suffering at the moment. Mm. And yes, there are people who have a lot of money locked into this. Life savings, they've got family to invest I mean, Christ! I remember a couple of years ago being on a WhatsApp where people were asking me whether they should take out a loan to uh, put money yeah. into the index I, uh,
0: I remember people gloating about it on Twitter too that they took loans. <laughs>
5: um, and you know, this is before FI had this degree of financial scrutiny now because I know nowadays they want to see my freaking bank statements and mm. God knows what else um, to prove that my money is actually legitimate and I'm not. Um, bringing fake money in and putting myself at financial risk um but you know you can't just it's easy to say oh yeah i've been in the longest i should get the special treatment but it's just not fair on everyone else it's got to be a balanced view for all traders because that's the way we all win is if all traders are winning or, or have the opportunity to win because it's, it's treated fairly then you've got growth if you just reward the people that have been here forever well they they like the platform they've made money on it they know that it's okay and you know they'll put money in eventually Mm. people that are new are the ones you've got to persuade because they've just been through non-stop brutality and they've told by these people oh yeah you know we made a fortune we made a fortune it's a great product and all they've seen is fire after fire after nuclear reaction
0: it (laughs) used to be so beautiful didn't it (laughs) yeah I mean, it
5: it used to just be. Do
0: you remember trends were a thing? (laughs) Like, yeah. Jesus Christ, I don't even know what it is. I I haven't. I don't think I bought or sold a player. And to be fair, it's probably only like a week or two when I bought Trent by mistake at his full price. But either side of that, I mean, I have I've traded next. I might actually go and look at my commissions after this over the past month or two. I'd say they're negligible.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I had Trent. I think one of my old Twitter posts had him at 97p before the share split, like way back. Um, <laughs> and people at the trader event in London would know that I was just going around, just couldn't bang on about him enough because I'm a Liverpool fan. <laughs> um, I just would not shut up about him.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, fuck. Look, um, if you're bought bottom, if, if they're bought bottom at that price pre share split, they wouldn't care about how much he's dropped recently. I care though. I think I'm dying. I don't even think I can log in to FI at the minute. I've got 41 Twitter notifications. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I've done something right or I've done something wrong. I don't know which one it is. (laughs) Let me see, let me log in. How much am I down on Trent now? I am down £1,083 on Trent. Jesus Christ tonight. He's the new Daniel Parejo. Um yeah. Noir, I think we're we're kinda getting towards the the, sort of end of the show. Is there anything else you want to discuss it's quickly?
5: It's definitely pack time, isn't it? Um, if, it's, if oh, geez, yeah. Time.
0: I don't even know if I have it in me. Like, I just keep ripping these packs and they're worth like 300 quid a pop. Now, I bought them for 100. I'm not trying to act like a mega money man. But, you know, like how all these things work is if you buy them at release, they sell out and then, you know, you, you can sell them for more. And I probably should just sell them for more, but there's no fun in that. No. Yeah. Um, no. But yeah, look, Noir, do you want to tell people where they can find you, and we'll maybe maybe do the pack thing, maybe do something else, or maybe have a bit of a chat chat to these people for five minutes before we wrap up.
5: Yeah, it's noirx um, 4 fi on Twitter.
0: And yeah, feel free to come give me all the abuse you want. <laughs> no, go and give him a follow. He does a lot. You're always great for coming on, so thank you. And again, apologies for I was I was somewhat rude. I was fucking just I'm a bit you know I was a bit anxious coming onto the stream, and then the stream got into full flow and I was having a great crack, and then and then toffee broke my brain, and then you came on, and I was still recovering from the mathematics I was trying to do in my head. And I, do you know whatever you know, you are you're, you're pro- I I don't know. People seem to be quite um, they're disagreeing in the comments of this. I'm probably being somewhat of an idiot there. But my head just couldn't get it. I just couldn't see it. So I need the diagram. I, ho- I hope that's 41 diagrams on, on Twitter, like Tom Clothier said in the comments. But yeah, Noir X4 knows his shit, so go and give him a follow on Twitter. You need to get a better name. What is yeah. the name?
5: Uh, honestly, it's an old gaming handle. I did it when I was on the forum... And then it carried over Twitter when I was doing the data product and my email was set up as that for the data product and it's just stuck and it's just, you know, when you regret like doing something and then it's too late to go back because that's what your brand is now. Yeah,
0: people know who he is That <laughs> I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Well, look, it's been a pleasure as always. I'll chat to you soon. Yeah, I'll catch you soon, mate. Good man. Chat to you soon. Well, 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 what a fucking stream. We've had ups we've had downs i talked with conviction i talked out my arse i don't know have yous enjoyed it Whew. did yous enjoy it if yous did do you know drop a like subscribe do all that stuff i'm literally sticking to the, the leather chair did you hear that that was my oh god let's put in a few spots tonight guys um so yeah i had a lot of fun um for particular again apologies to to noir x4 because he, you know, he was he was talking some great sense about the competition and the and the, the sort of alternative betting sort of space, and, and I was just nearly here breaking my shit laughing. I mean, MDJ and there were a few other years there trying to coax me into it. Um, th- those comments would be very funny to look back on. Jesus wept. Um, but yeah, it, it was good fun. You know, I think I think it was a fun stream. and I think that's what we needed. I definitely had fun. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that much for free.